Tayanos, Tayanos, fresh tongues, Tayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Tayanos.
just ask God to visit you this evening. The next two minutes, ask Him to touch you. Scripture says in the book of Isaiah that God has not called us to seek Him in vain. I want to tell you that in the archives of God's ordination, He has predestined that at a time like this, you'll be gathered unto Him. It is not by your own orchestration. You might think you are the one that brought yourself. No. There is a hand that controls even the unseen, and by his own orchestration, he has made it possible that we are before him this evening. And upon that, I want you to ask God that according as he's written about you in the volume of the books, where it is written for you to achieve, receive, partake of that that God has made available for you meeting, in this conference, in this season, that you are ready. Can you speak to God? Talk to Him. Zero for you to come before God and live the same. The scripture says, Blessed is him that believeth, for we shall have a performance of that for which he has believed. If you believe, you will have a performance. Can you talk to God? Our Father has more than enough for everyone, for every nasty soul. On that great and final day of the feast, Jesus raised a cry and said, Whosoever thirsteth, come unto me and I will give you so that out of you shall flow rivers of living water. It is in meetings like this that destinies and men are made. We trust God for a mighty move of the Spirit amidst us. There is no coincidence about the works of God, and there is no there is no perchance, there is no paradventure. God is a God of timing, He is a God of of proper planning. He is a God of destiny. 
Therefore, he is prepared for every one man according to the hunger and desire that is in your heart. Uh, according to the desire and hunger that is in your heart. According to the desire and hunger that is in your heart. I will give you one minute to express your hunger to God. Tell God, you, you don't care to know how it will come. But the task of your soul will be satisfied. That God for which you have appeared before him. Uh, scripture says that they went from strength to strength. Everyone in Zion appeared before God. Can you speak to God? Express your hunger. Express your hunger. Express your hunger. Express your hunger. Shota Pratebaya, take on Pratabadia. Father, everyone hungry, so everyone thirsty, so. The Bible says that the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. Can you talk to God? Your expectation in this season, in this meeting, will not be cut short. 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 In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Please take your seat in the presence of God. use this opportunity to thank God for making it possible for us to gather once again in a meeting like this and secondly I want to thank my parents Reverend Doctor and Reverend Mrs. Yusayudejmo and then I also want to thank my friends who are here I'm sorry I did not call you guys up in due time I will do the right you know introduction uh, I salute you sir Emeka, I salute you. So, I welcome everybody. Most of the people here are my friends. So, get set for what God is about to do. Now, this evening, I will begin on something. Hallelujah. Now, some weeks ago, I was privileged to be a part of a prayer meeting that took place at a, a location in this state. <laughs> So, and as the meeting was going on, we reached a point and God began to speak to us. Because the essence of us speaking to God is that somehow, by some means, God will begin to respond and speak to us. Uh, you need to understand that God is the King of Kings. In other words, He is not in a hurry to speak. In other words, he can wait for you to get to a point where it is not just about your prayers, but your heart and your desire is aligned so that that which he has proposed to impart to you, you will gain full understanding. Some people have been given a lot of things and they mismanaged because part of the reason is because they did not understand. They did not come to full comprehension of that which God is giving them. The implication is that it will lead to wastage. Some of the time it might even kill the people that those gifts were given to. 
So uh, we reach the point in the prayers. Because one of the things that God has taught me in the ministry of prayer, you know, the apostles by God signified by the mouth of Peter that there are two major ministries that a believer, every believer can partake in. When they were sharing a lot of food, you know, it, it caused trouble amidst the people. Peter said, let's get some people to do this thing. Let's face the ministry of the word and prayer. So we began to pray and a point reached. And because any prayer that you have made, once you are in prayers, maybe one, two, three hours, and in those three hours, you have made vital connections. Uh, one of the challenges when people make prayers is because most times they, they, they write down, spend hours, but they have not made a vital connection. Somebody met me one day and said he has prayed, she has prayed for, you know, six hours, seven, but she still feels dry inside. Uh, the challenge is that there is a vital connection. But whenever you pray and you are giving God what came from you. It is not accepted. And I want us to start from this point because I have found that I have checked prayers, especially around Eastern Nigeria, and I found out that there is a lot of prayers being made. Some people go for night videos every day and they spend from maybe 11 till daybreak. Their lives are not changed their Christian life and faith is not improved. Even their conditions does not show any remarkable improvement. Why suffer yourself? Now, I got disturbed early enough in my life and I began to ask God, why? What is the criteria that makes a prayer become effective? And I found out that until God quickens you to call upon him, until there is a breathing of the Holy Ghost on you to call upon him, every other thing you are doing is a waste of time. So that all activities that will lead you to a point where you have been vital connection or your soul has been opened up to the work of the Holy Ghost, all of that are just prerequisites. And I also understood that once you have climbed to that point, you can call it a point of ascending. You know if you are there and you know if you are not there. Any prayers you make without ascending to that point is part of what the scripture calls them babbling because the implication is that you are disturbing God. Those prayers doesn't count before God. Now, but if you ascend and you make those prayers for one hour, two hours, three hours, normally you should expect the God to speak back. The realm of intercession is opened to the prophetic once you are connected and you make prayers, especially concerted prayers, especially this time around we are gathered together, it became a corporate prayer. 
and over time God began to speak there is no way God will not speak and God began to tell us some things first of all from the scriptures uh, because the Bible says Peter speaking said that we have a more sure word of prophecy he said they saw Jesus they ate with him they did everything but we have a more sure word of prophecy so some of the things that proceeded out of that meeting is where we are going to start because this meeting we targeted the making of deliverance hallelujah now anytime I look around the type of Christianity we have around I am grieved in my heart I ask myself why are Christians so powerless why are Christians so carnal? why do Christians pursue the things that doesn't matter as I heard the things that matter Jesus was speaking about people who seek money he said if you are not faithful in this unrighteous mammon he called money unrighteous mammon who will commit to you the true riches in other words there are true riches what happened to us and that is part of the reason we are raising ourselves up to steer ourselves together so that we carry a burden for this generation and by the means of our pressing into the dimensions of God we will align to the dictates of heaven there is a call in heaven uh, even if as youths as we are gathered before God it is on us to make sure that the accurate template of what God is about to do through us in this generation and generations to come do not fail. Hmm. So that is why that meeting began and it reached that point prophecy began to come and we went to the book of Malachi chapter 3 and that is where we are going to start. When God finished speaking to us at the end of the meeting, of course, there were confirmations from people. And he reached a point, the Holy Ghost began to ask for people to surrender. There are many Christians everywhere. Hardly will you see any man that will tell you that he's not a Christian. Who are the people that are? Doing all the wrong in the society. Some of us find them in our schools, find them in our working place, find them everywhere. Does it mean that God has gone asleep? Does it mean that God has reduced in strength? Does it mean that God has forgotten our generation? Does it mean in the archives of God's plans that he has decided that there is no prophecy hanging on us that we can fulfill? Does it mean that? Or is it that there are things that we should know and there are things that we should do? People began to surrender and began to cry. There is a call upon our generation. There is a call upon our generation. If we fail God, God will hold us accountable. 
one of the greatest aid that have happened to the body of Christ is that we have been taught that the only thing you need to do is to make heaven. Let me remind you, the Bible says, Jesus, that prophecy was talking about our Lord and Master. He said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit down at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Now, when the New Testament came into play, we found out that we are the weapons of that warfare. In other words, we are the tools that God will use to establish the coming kingdom. So until men arise and take up the mantle of the call upon our generation, we will stay where we are. As a matter of fact, God is he dwells in eternity. So he is not at attack. There is no threat on him that we have spent a thousand years and we have not fulfilled what God called us to do. So that if God called a man and that man is still dwelling in carnality and babyhood Christianity, 50 years later, God is still waiting for you. He is not threatened at all. Malachi chapter 3. We we'll start from verse 1. Just pray a little in tongues. Just pray a little. So that an understanding that is bigger than the words of men will, will hit your heart. Ah! Shaputa sete prete babata. Matusutrata bakatunde nebante kopatunadaya. Just pray a little in tongues. As I speak, there will be impartations. As I speak, the fire of God will come upon men. Ah, patunete prota katushante patunakapadadia. Jatato satapad. So that we don't just hear the word. God will take us into the encounter, into the experience. The power of the prophetic realm is not just to give us revelations. It is, it is to bring us into the experience. We are not yet a prophetic generation until we walk in the experience of that which God has prophesied, has spoken over our lives. Just, just mutter some words in tongues that God, by the means of His Spirit, will grant us the experience for which we seek Him. We, we seek Him in this generation. We seek Your grace and power. We seek your strength and might. Father, the journey is great. Our strength is little. But we look upon you, O oh God. We look to draw from your strength. That which is inexhaustible. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Follow me. I hope you are on strength. There is a powerful presence of God is in, in this place. As I speak, God will impart me. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. He's strong here. He's strong. Verse 1 said, Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom ye seek 
shall suddenly come to his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant, whom you delight in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Verse 2. But who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appeared? For he is like a refiner's fire, and like the fuller's supper. And he shall sit as a refiner of, as a refiner and purifier of silver. And he shall purify the sons of Luther, and push them as gold and silver, that they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. Verse 4. Then shall the offering of Judah and Jerusalem be pleasant unto the Lord as in the days of old and as in the former years. 5. And I will come near to you to judgment. Mm. Jesus. And I will be swift witness against the sorcerers and against the adulterers and against the false swearers and against those that oppress the harling in his wages, the widow and the fatherless and that turn aside the stranger from his right and fear not me, saith the Lord of hosts. In this few verses is compacted mysteries. And if we dwell on it, it's possible we can stay on it for one month non-stop. These few verses. There are depths and mysteries in it. First of all, the Bible said, Behold, I will send my messenger and he shall prepare the way before me. Now, we are also going to see uh, I think uh, Luke chapter 3 and verse 15. Now, this place is talking about John the Baptist. That first phrase said, Behold, I will send my messenger and he shall prepare the way before me. And then he said, And the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come into his temple. Now we are going to take this one after the other so that you find your place. Now this evening I'm speaking on a, a, a maybe let me call it exhortation that I titled the refiner's fire. And as I speak the fire of God will come upon people. <laughs> And he said, even the messenger of the covenant. Now, let's take that place one after the other. Now, for, there are two messengers in that particular verse. The first messenger is talking about John the Baptist. And if you take a cross reference from the book of Luke chapter 3, think verse 16. Uh, you will find out that that place is talking about John the Baptist. He said, he will prepare a way for who? He said, the Lord whom we seek. 
And the scripture said that he will suddenly come into his temple. Mm. Now, it also said that that Lord is the messenger of the covenant. Now, that word messenger is gotten from the same root word that you that angels are gotten from. It's also gotten from the same root word as apostolos is the real word to use. So, the New Testament terminology that will fit in into that place is actually the apostle of the new covenant. And that is talking about Jesus Christ. Called it the Lord whom we seek will suddenly come into his temple. But he said before he comes into his temple, there is a messenger that will be sent ahead of him to prepare the way so that the Lord will come into his temple. Now, we find out that that is a prophecy that has been fulfilled in let me use a general sense because Jesus has come and John the Baptist have come, had also come. Or rather, let me say Prophet John because actually he's a prophet. If you check that Luke chapter 3, the Bible began to say that John came with a word from the Lord. Anytime a man comes with a word from the Lord, he is a prophet or rather he's prophesying. So John, the first messenger, prophesied that the Lord is coming into his temple. And he is the one that we seek. But he said that John will prepare the way for him to enter. So by the revelations of the New Testament, we began to find out that that temple is not that which is made with hands. It is the temple of our heart. The Bible says, Know ye not that ye are the temple of the world. So, the Holy Ghost has come to dwell inside of us. Scripture made us to understand that this is the Spirit of Christ. So that any man that do not have the Spirit of Christ is what? None of his. So, the number one criteria from which a man will begin to be counted as a partaker of that covenant that is being propagated by that messenger is that a man has a deposit of the spirit of Christ in him. A man that doesn't have it does not have a part in God. Actually, the scripture says that you are condemned already. So, that as we speak, or men hear our voice, that you came to church or came to a gathering or have been born into the church does not mean does not strike any chord in the realms of God. Scripture says in the book of John chapter 3, I think verse 3, John was talking, no, Jesus was telling Nicodemus, he said, that that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Mm. The Bible says that God is a spirit. So that anything that God gives birth to can be nothing but a spirit. The scripture says in the book of Hebrews that your fathers of the flesh chastise you for a few seasons for their own good though. 
means there is a father of the flesh and that is your parents that is of this world but the bible called god the father of what spirits so jesus came and engendered a new covenant scripture called him here the apostle of the new covenant so that without that covenant it is impossible for the lord that we seek to come into his temple there is only one way that the lord that we seek we enter into his temple until that messenger of the new covenant engender that new way the bible says a new and a living way has been opened up unto us through the veil of his grace so we that have become partakers of that divine life that is in christ jesus the bible says that that life is in christ jesus my god there is a burden in the heart of the father and he sent the prophet john ahead of him and when the godhead manifested in the flesh actually john said that one is coming that is mightier than i because they began to ask him question and said are you the christ he said no i am not the one actually said he that sent me told me to do this Mm. there is a cry in heaven because in the new testament we find that also in the same book of malachi we find out that that man that went ahead to prepare the way for the messenger of the covenant he has only one description he doesn't really have a name you know people of the natural realm cannot find enemies through which they can lead to john so the angel have to give him a they gave him john but his real if you come to the realm of the spirit he has one designation and that is the voice so they asked him who are you he said i am the voice God is also interested in a generation that maybe by the flesh men can know you by the name that your parents gave you but in the spiritual realm because of the encounter and the processes the things that God has passed you through the trainings that God has subjected you to you come out and God gives you another name and that name is actually called the voice follow me we have not touched the tent now remember the bible said that he shall suddenly come into his temple and we are the temple of the holy ghost but there is a question follow me if you are with king james says read it together one to read go verse two but who 
may abide the day of his coming. And who shall stand when he appeared? For he is like a what? <laughs> and like fuller's soap. There are two terminologies that one is the fuller's soap, the other is the refiner's fire. I am interested in the refiner's fire. Now, by the revelation of the New Testament, the, you know what God has shown us by the help of the Holy Ghost, we understand that hmm, that washing. We know what is the fuller's soap. Fuller's soap is, or if you use some translations, they, they will use the laundry soap, the one you use to wash clothes. In other words, even though the apostle of the new covenant wants to come and dwell in the heart of men, uh, there is of a necessity, a state of being in your spirit, in your soul, uh, that can accommodate that man. See, there is something about the mysteries of God. Now, if, if it is about us, we can go ahead and do what we want to do. Live how we want to live. But God wants to dwell in us. He was, I heard that it was in a bunker that said one of the days he was in South Africa. He went to a shopping mall to go and buy something. And a lady saw him, looked at him, at him sir. He said, first of all, the lady knelt down and said, pray for me. Pray for her and said, what is the problem? He said, I looked in your eyes and I saw Jesus. Led to some brother. So the man of God went back and asked God, What happened? I thought I'm a normal man. He said, Don't you know that the man who is filled with me, that sometimes your eyes is a window, and, and I desire to look through your eyes to the eyes of men. That is what people like Smith Wigglesworth carried. And he was in a ship traveling to USA for a preaching. And a man saw and looked at him and said, You convict me of sin. How can a man look in your eyes and say, You convict me of sin? The Bible says that Elijah is a man of life person. And he tarried in prayer. I want you to know that these men are men of life passion. Did they receive a different Holy Ghost? Jesus said, As my father sent me, even so send I you. As a matter of fact, he said that greater works will you do, for I go to my father. Oh, we have not done even one twenty of what he has done. Talk more of measure of but the call upon the church is that we come to the fullness of the stature of Christ Jesus. 
And until that happens, the church will not be raptured. Now, some people cry for rapture and say that we will go to heaven. It is not happening because the Bible says that God is coming for a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. There is a measure of stature of the body that God will find in us that makes us ready. Because let me tell you something. The Father promised the Son a bride and by the revelation of the scripture we find out that the church is what the bride of Christ I want to leave you with a heavy body mm. there are a lot of activities in the spiritual realm in the climate that is called Nigeria, there is a lot, a lot of agitation. And people that lack insight will begin to misinterpret it because they don't understand. But it is a call from heaven that we should, we should wake up. What we are doing is not enough. And it's not as if we are not praying, we are not fasting, we are not doing a lot of things. I will show us the reason why some of the activities that we partake in that should bring us to the realms of power equal to at least that which the apostles have partaken in that it is lacking in our life I read God's generals they said that Jaco was 30 years when he started peeling alligator skin 30 years, some people will still think they are youth. Evan Roberts, before he started the Welsh Revival, was 24 years old. And that man tarried for three years in prayer and fasting. He said, and I quote in his own words, I woke up and I pray four hours in the night and four hours before I began my day. And he's crying for one thing. He said, Bend me, oh God, bend me. Bend me, oh God, bend me. Our wills are st- still too strong for us to, to, for God to use us in the dimension that He wants. Now, remember, we are looking at what I tag the refiner's fire. Now, the refiner with fire is the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are trying to understand what it means for the refiner to bring fire in the heart of men and refine them. If we go down to that place, we find out that the scripture says that it is the sons of Levi. I hope you know what that means. It simply means that that refining and purification is not for unbelievers. Actually, he went ahead and said that so that they will offer sacrifices for me. That means, what have they been doing before? Jesus. Jesus, I love you so. And I want you to know what you've done for me is not in vain.
and I will stand by faith on your holy name, Lord, how I love, I love you so. Now let's look at verse 3. They said, and he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. Look at what I'm saying. And he shall purify the sons of Levi and push them as gold and silver that they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. I want to dwell here a little. There is an ending point to that point because the Lord wants to partner with us and bring judgment to the error in this generation. There is a lot of wickedness in this generation. Is a lot of brutal murders, brutal killings. Wickedness is on the rise. Not because God has kept quiet, but people have failed to take their place. The Bible says that Josiah, there was a prophecy that went on. He said that a son, Josiah, will be born who will throw down the altar of Baal. Guess what? The information concerning him was hidden because they offered so much money. That's the challenge with our generation. There is so much trust. There is so much nonsense that needs to be excavated from our Christianity so that we will breathe a little. The Bible said that the book of the law and prophecy was because they brought down the altar, the things of God, and when they were excavating, all of a sudden they brought it out and they read it in front of everybody. And Josiah heard the prophecy say, What? So God have said this, and we have not done anything since. The Bible says that he will sit as a purifier of silver. I heard that when a silver is fully purified, that one of the ways to know is that you will see yourself there. It's an indictment to everyone. Purifying, purging work of God is not complete until we are full of light, until we can reflect the image of Him whom we carry 100%. When Jesus was transfigured, there is no glory that came from heaven. Go and read your scriptures well. Some people said that glory came from heaven and kept nothing, no glory came from heaven. What happened was that. When Jesus was transfigured, like this suit I'm wearing, I just removed it like this. So inside that man, Jesus, was bottled up that level of glory. Sometimes you need to ask God to transfigure us so that you will see yourself, your real self, not this body. And you find out that some of us are sickler in the spirit. We are almost dying. Sometimes we raise our voice and say, Father, let this one happen. If I be a man of God, let this one happen. Nothing will happen. Not because it is not in your, you know, uh, 
wait for you to pray that type of prayer. But there are things that are respected in the spirit realm. He says he will come as a refiner of silver and of gold. And he will purify the sons of Levi. So that they will offer sacrifices in righteousness. See, let me tell you, the Christianity, some of us pray and say, God, do this one, do this one for me. If I ask for some question now, it is, it, we find out how far we are away from the expectation of God for our life. That I read about a man called John Jinek. He was an accountant and he sold everything he had. And when he, they calculated it, he was totaling around 50,000 US dollars. And this is around 18. 90 something. The implication is that if you calculate it based on today's exchange, it will be in millions of dollars. That's what a man sold everything, gave it away. Just because God said, I want you to go and preach in the jungles of Africa. He carried his children without any transport fare. God told him, go to that ship. I will bring somebody to pay for you. See, we are far. Sometimes you want God to tell you even whom. <laughs> you want God to give you an idea on the next business to be involved in. You stay for three months praying. Let me tell you, this our fathers in the Lord, they don't, they don't struggle to hear God. They don't struggle for direction. They don't struggle for accuracy. They are precise. Could you go and stand by the ship? I will send the man. The man went there and stood. Somebody came and paid. God told him also, if you come down, somebody will come and take you. When he arrived there, a person was carrying a name and said, He said, God told me that a man with his wife and family will come and I should take care of them. Jesus said, when I sent you, did you lack anything? I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. I found by the scriptures that God doesn't break men just once. When I read again that 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 scripture talking about the potter, I found out that the potter didn't just break the vessel once. Scripture says that he broke it the first time. No, that he found out that he wasn't in good shape. He broke it the second time. Even broke it the third time. If God has broken you before, they said he will break you again. For you to get to where you are going, there is a cry in heaven. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. When you come to the place of your work and where God has called you in your school and where you are, uh, I want you to know that in that campus that maybe you are, people have worked there. And and court is surrender their guns. 
both his fell under power just because men, men like you passed and they were students like you. Why they were surrendered to Jesus? People have been opening blind eyes when they were in campus. Some people say, I'm still young. We are old. You are very old. Everybody sitting here, the reason is this. The Bible said you should bear your burden when you are still young. As a matter of fact, what a man enjoys when he has gotten older is an accumulation of the grace that he has been allowed in when he was young. So that if you fail to pay the price now, ah, you will regret it. Jesus said, Tarry in Jerusalem until you are endured, until tarry, until. He did not say tarry and go, he said, Tarry until. William J. Seymour was a one-eyed black man. The one that started the Azusa Street Revival in 1906. It was said that the man came and God told him to pray. For Actually, first of all, he started by initiating the prayer. He prayed for five hours for two years every day. Mano shatana baya denebo shatana bana boko shatana baya. There is nothing God will do until men tarry in prayer. There is nothing God will do. He is the all powerful, but he said, The heaven of the heaven is my own, but the earth have I given to the sons of men. Any spirit, whether it's the Holy Spirit or an evil spirit that attempts to function on earth without an express partnership with a human being is illegal. You are permitted to, to command that spirit to live. So God needs our partnership in full. So, that man began to partner in God in prayer. And he said, oh God, I want the fire to fall like the day of the Pentecost again. Just like the day of Pentecost. Fire fall on us. Now, he did it for two years, five hours. God told him, add two more hours. Every day. I have never seen a man in prayer for five hours for six months and, and don't break in into danger. What is five hours? Tarry with God. You don't you don't break it by enemies. Three hours every night. Even if we are dying, tarry them. You won't die. God told Paul, he said, my, my grace is sufficient for you. See, we are undermining this word called grace because people have bastardized it and said it's a license to, to live in lasciviousness. But grace is that all power that God has projected by the finished work of Christ into the spirit of a believer to enable him to be able to accomplish any assignment that God has put in him to so there is no excuse for a man whom God has called to carry until he has made him a deliverer for his family some of our families are in darkness they are crying for a deliverer whom will I send 
guess what? God is not sending everybody. God will not send you until he has made you. It is not possible for God. Do you want to go and disgrace him? That's the problem. When God puts his signature and says, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased, hear him. That means that man has attained sufficient stature and training, has been disciplined by God to the point that he can manifest the realities of the kingdom to the truth that it is in line with the will of God. You see that man, you see God. That is why Jesus said, My will is to do the, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. And to finish it. William J. Simon carried another two hours for two more years. And one of those days, the fire fell like the day of Pentecost. And when it fell, it was literal, literal fire. The Bible, the, the, the history said that people from afar, fire brigade came almost how many times? to come and put out the fire because there was fire burning on the building but it looked like a physical a physical fire but it was a spiritual fire fire was burning and you know they came to put off the fire but it was the fire of the spirit see we have gone far and there are stories that there are accounts of generals and of the scripture we read the question is sometimes I ask myself that question these people, human beings, can it happen in our own time? That shows how far we have been away. God is calling us back. He's calling me deeper, 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 deeper. I know some of us dwell in some realms and, you know, we have one or two things with God. <laughs> I was in the spirit in the Lord's day and I heard a voice say unto me come up with that it's calling me deeper 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 solve the problem of our society who will solve the problem of our families our schools our society if not us the lord whom we seek will suddenly enter his temple and he will come like a finest fire with Christians is that we call God, we pray, we do all this thing, but our heart is far away. Now, in this time, I began to understand what the scripture meant by saying that these men call me with their mouth. Their heart is far away from me. When a man says he loves God, he cannot stay with him for two hours. He pray. You say you love him? You are lying. When we pray, we don't pray to receive anything from God. We pray because the love of God has constrained us to stay in that. Oh, Mama Kosabra Tabata Ganda Kapadata. 
Jesus said, I have the power to lay down my life and to pick it, but I drop it. Can you lay down? And we know you have the power to obey and to say you don't want to obey, but can the love of God compel you to carry? We know you have done some business for God, but can the love of God compel you to up the ante? There is a call in our generation. And I've looked around and I found that that is the devil has been anointing young men and women as apostles in in this world system to bastardize or bastardize the system. And God is making a call. Jesus, we ask you. Help us into the realms of total surrenderment. It was the Almighty that said, "Only eternity can fully describe what God can achieve with a man who is totally surrendered to God." One of the greatest things that have inspired me is when I read an account by John G. Lake, and he said, "This is my consecration to God." And the man listed his consecration to God. I knelt down. I began to cry. I know we are far away. And every moment in time, I go back and check that. And that thing has begun to structure my heart. I come not unto you as a man who has attained. But one thing I do, I leave that which is behind and I press forward. Scripture says in the book of that same Philippians chapter 3, says, Every man that is of like mind, every man that is of matured mind will understand this thing that I'm saying now. For even though God said it by Paul, he is saying it by me again now. We leave those things that are behind. We press forward towards the mark of the high calling. There is no higher calling, no greater honor than to bow and kneel before your throne. Now, I want you to understand that people have done many things and they said that, well, I have achieved, I have done this. But when you come before God, you will be ashamed. I want you to know that even though you are, you might be a Christian, but the day you will appear before the judgment seat of Christ, you will be ashamed of yourself. Now, that will begin to show us what Jesus meant what he, when he actually said that if you are ashamed of me in this world, I will be ashamed of you before my Father in heaven. Some of us don't understand what that place means. It means that a man who has shied away from the responsibilities that will make him to rank with God in the coming kingdom. God, in that coming kingdom, Jesus will not manufacture a seat for you. When James and John, their father came and said, Let, I want to sit at your right. Get this one sit at. He said, mm, that one thing is this. It is not my authority to give it to you. But he told him, you see this cup, you will drink it. For everyone that is hearing my voice now, there is a call from God. You cannot escape it. <laughs> a friend saw me somewhere. I was inside the room. He has not met me before. He said, 
Edu, you are implicated. I tongue, I said, ah, ah, what does it mean for me to be implicated? I don't know this guy. He said, I'm implicated. Mm, anybody that is hearing this voice is implicated by the reason of, there is, there is something that is happening to you now as I'm speaking. This is what people heard Jesus say when they were on the road to Emmaus. The Bible says, when Jesus left, they said, ah, did our hearts not burn when he was talking to us? And we found out that just like in meetings like this, it was a fellowship of the burning heart. Some people, some people said, some ladies said they are married, you know, because I'm married, you know, I'm taking care of my children. There is a woman called, I said it last year, a woman called Marion Woodward Etta. She married, got married twice. They actually call her Mommy Etta. She's the one that, that sometimes she will finish ministration, lift up her hands to thank God. That's the way that Moses is suspended in the glory. She will be suspended there for 24 hours. The next time she will come to, it is for tomorrow's meeting. <laughs> Somebody finish ministration. Father, we thank you for today. Suspended by the power of the Spirit till tomorrow. And then she comes to minister again. Mommy Eta was the one that is coming to where she's about to minister 50 miles before she came there. People are falling under power. They said, some people said they won't go to her meeting. And they went far to another town to go and drink and have party. When she entered, they met, she gathered some people and they made prayers. They said, oh God, let your power sweep over the city, sweep over towns, sweep over families, and drag men. People went there to go and drink. The power of God fell when they are having party with nobody preaching and they got born again speaking in the Holy Ghost. Who told you you must preach? Who told you? Can't you carry prayer? There is a deceit in preaching. He has made men to be lazy. They forgot that, that the ultimate power is generated when men stay in prayer. Jesus sometimes he stays away. He said, the Bible said, and he carried all night. And when he comes out in the morning, he looks at the disciples struggling to cast out a small demon. He told them, this kind cannot go out except by fasting and prayer. Now, you don't understand what that place means. First of all, Jesus called them only of little faith. The implication is that the reason why they weren't able to do that business was they were lacking in the accurate dimension of faith that is required to do that business. And Jesus was simply telling them that. He's not saying that you need fasting and prayer to cast the demon. No. He's saying that the faith that is needed to cast this demon is only generated in the place of fasting and prayer. So, there is a faith of God that is required to walk in the miraculous that cannot happen unless a man carry in fasting and prayer. You carry till you carry till you, you become a dead man walking. You enter and if you are in campus, courtes will come and be surrendering their gun to you. Let me tell you, people want to give their life to Christ. The only reason they have not is that they have not seen sufficient 
Jesus manifested in you that they can surrender. He was a man that had the vision that came to Jesus and bowed to him and said, what, what have we done to you? Lift up your hands. Tell God to help you. Help you. In the next Ask God to help you. Bible says it's not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. It's not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. It's not by power, not by might, but by a generation is rising that will challenge the altars of Baal. Ask God to help you. A generation is, is arising that will, that will challenge the order of Jezebel, that will challenge the the order of Pharaoh that will challenge the order of Pharaoh. A generation is rising. Oh God, help me that I may be counted among them that you have designated to function in power in this generation and bring deliverance to, to my people, to my family, and bring deliverance to, to my generation, bring deliverance to that people that you have committed to me. Bring deliverance by that power and stature that you will grant unto me. Give me help, oh God, that I will tarry in the place of power, that you will make me into that man. Anama sutamba ya tadeda, sheira tamama kusata brata madadia, leto no sata brata bade. Shata dabata namato, jenete neba no kusata brata ba, no kusata ba. Some of you, when you finish from this program, you go back home. They will ask you, where did you come from? Because fire will come upon you. Ah yeah 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 yeah. The Holy Ghost will come upon you. Jesus, come and tabarata. Jai tabakota sopratebaya. Mary asked the question. He said, how is this impossible? <laughs> the angel told her and said, the spirit of the Lord God will overshadow thee and that, that you are pregnant to it. Can you be pregnant? By the reason of this meeting, a man will be pregnant with fire. Ask God to help you to abide. The scripture says, having in readiness to avenge all disobedience when our obedience is complete. Ask God, as you pray, the fire of God is coming, is coming. What we read say that the, 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 the messenger of the covenant, the Lord, whom we seek, is in his house and he comes with fire. Shapatuna kambrata pataya, shekotambrata pataka tabarata, shebrete pete kebrete pagata kapatoka, shanta bamba tapakuta de de pagata ya de de parata, 
the Bible says, Thank you, Father, for you are the one that trained my, my hands for battle and my fingers for war. Brethren, there is war, there is battle, and, and God is seeking for men. Ask him that you become that man. May I become that man, oh God. Look no further. You can lay your hands on me, oh God, and make up of me a man of stature, a, a man of power, that I can stand, oh God, on your behalf and begin to legislate the, the dictates of the kingdom and bring your will to pass as your cancer and your purpose begins to find expression in this generation. We are determined, oh God, to bring your prophecies to pass right upon us, oh God, and fulfill your will in this generation. We are them that are sold out. All carnality, all worldliness, all the similitude of sin, all the similitude of self. We lay it at your altar, Lord. We lay it. We lay it, O God. Only you, Jesus. mighty name we pray. Now, we read one place in the scriptures and then we pray. If you can stand, stand. There's no need to sit down. We are we are moving and the Holy Ghost is in the house. The fire of God will fall in this place. My God. Matthew chapter 3 verse 11. If you are with your scriptures, lift it up. Shatam brata bakote tu sabrata bataka. Jene bonta kam brata bakote de bakataya. 
the Lord whom we see this in the house, and He came with fire to purge, to purify. Shakotam brata baba kota sonde brata baya lekonda brato make us the deliverers, the men that will bring deliverance to our generation. There is a call upon our generation. We will not fail you, oh God. 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 Matthew chapter 3 verse 11. This is John talking. He said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with Holy Ghost and with fire. Now, the correct rendition of that place is, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with Holy Ghost fire. That is the accurate rendition. So, there is a baptism of the Holy Ghost. Challenge is that Christians get baptized in the Holy Ghost and they leave. There is a baptism in fire. Jesus said, I am the one that baptizes in water. It's actually called immersion. It means a man is brought and you go to a river and come the person. He soaks for one minute and comes out. He is dripping water. Scripture said that is how you are baptized in the Holy Ghost. You are dipped in the ocean of the Spirit. And you come out, you are dripping with the Holy Ghost. But he said there is another one, the fire. God, he brings you again and comes you in fire. When you come out, you are burning. You are a tornado. Back and dare that wish. When you come back, they will know you came back with something else. Something is going to happen in this place now. Lift up your hands and pray in the spirit. Shabra tabakota sabra. Join hands together. Everybody stand up on your feet. Shande mama mako. Shene mama. you with water. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I. He baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire. The dimensions of God is that the fire travels inside out. The implication is that the fire comes on the inside of you and it travels until it rests on you so that after a moment of time every fiber of your being is exuding the fire of the spirit so that demons and, and powers that knew you before will look upon you once again and say is this not the man that I knew and they said they took knowledge of them and said that they have been with Christ Don't 
baptize you with fresh fire this night. The refiner's fire. Sapambrata babata katala. Selebento kosabranta babata. Lekotambrata bakatalina balata. Lift up your hands and cry for fresh fire. The reason why you pray and wish is ignore your prayer is because there is no sufficient fire. Go ahead and pray, go ahead and pray. Ask for fire, a fresh baptism of fire, a fresh baptism of fire. We ask you, oh God, in this place, let it fall, let it fall, let your fire fall, let your fire fall. Like the day of Pentecost, Sakatuna Tabaka, Saita Kababa Kotanabatan, Santa Baba, Kaya.
mama 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 hey jesus sada baya eye na mama mama na mama sede bada ba hey ya ya sele bada ya 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 Shagana mama mama I am tired I am tired of the level of of, of fire that, that I operate in I am tired of my stature and my authority I cry oh God that I be able to to address the, the wickedness in my I cry for fire let I we ask you Jesus sit upon us once again as a refiner with fire as a baptizer with fire sit upon your people once again this evening with your neighbor. Lift it up. Now, Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Now, God will begin to stretch forth his hands to touch people now. Father, we ask you, let your fire fall upon your people. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. He's coming. He's coming, Holy Ghost. Jesus, you are the one that baptizes with fresh fire. The Lord whom we seek is in the house, and he came with fire. We ask you, God, to stretch forth your hand and wear people fresh garment of fire. Pour fresh fire of men now. Holy Ghost, now. Now, now. Now, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. He's coming. Shatatina mama, koshatatataya. Jambratubakataya. We do on that. Just a little. Just a little. Father, now I thank you, O God. We make a demand on your fire. Now. Let it fall now. Let it fall now. Yes. Yes. It's coming. Is coming. Let it fall. Let it fall. Yes, yes. Let it fall. Let it fall. Let your fire fall. Let your fire fall. Oh God, let it fall. Let it fall. 
Let it fall. Let it fall. Let it fall. The fire of God is, is coming. Make sure you are focused. Lift up your hands. It's coming. Holy Ghost, overwhelm, overwhelm that man. Overwhelm that woman with your fire now. Overwhelm that man. Overwhelm that woman with your fire. Let it come. Fire of the Holy Ghost now. Now fire, fire. It's coming, Holy Ghost. Let your fire break out in this auditorium now. Yes, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Let it, let it, let it. Lift up your hands. The Lord is in the house. Shapa kotana mande, embrata bakota dabaya, jepreto koto sada barata, embrete bakota shanda barata ya, jele kota jele kota, akonda brata baya tekato, jele preto kota shoda brata, manda brata badaya kato sada ba. Now the fire of God will come. somebody here, your, your life is not right with God. The fire that will come upon you is the fire of purification. You have tried, it's not working. You have tried, it's not working. Let's lift up our hands. And there is somebody here, as you are living here, God will commission you with strength fire. Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus Christ, all over all this auditorium, let your angels station themselves let them begin to push men. Let them clothe them. That there is a, that release of garments. Let it come upon people. That feeling of fire now. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. I pray. I pray. Shota prata, mante kota sobretaya, elekota branta bakota shata prata, lakato shata barata, lekota embrete batoko shata prataya, lendete tebreto shata prataya. Lakata brata 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 shatoka tosha brata ya dekada embrete betoko shoda brata ya. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. That guy at the back, please come, sir. Shede brata shoda. Just make sure you are praying. Lift up your hands. Just be quiet. Don't, don't stop praying in tongues. Just be quiet. He's coming. Father, I thank you.
Jesus. 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 Lift up your hands. Father, I thank you. Your fresh fire. Your fresh fire. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Now, let the fire come upon you. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Fire of the Holy Ghost. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Now, 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 Holy Ghost. Now, now, Holy Ghost. Now, now, now. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. From the crown of your head. Sota da prataya kamra. Lift up your hands everywhere. Lift up your hands. Something is happening in the house. Shana matuko soda bania, shede mano, taku shata de bano, shata da bayade, shata da bayade, ebre tuko soda bata, madona, madona, shata bata, shata bata. Sisters, the one on three, lift up your hands. I don't know who you are. Lift up your hands. Father, I pray for fresh fire on high in the name of Jesus. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost come upon you. Shabri toko shatabayada. Shianda brakato Break out, break out. Now, 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 now. Shatu kato brata. Rekai. Etuna kande libra. Shatia kato shatabrabada. Shatabrabada. Shata. Shete fete kabrataya. Embro taku shatabrataya. Nentoko. Yes. Holy Ghost. Yes, Holy Ghost. Overwhelm her. Overwhelm her. Holy Ghost. 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 With your fire. With your fire. Let it come. With your fire. With your fire. Overwhelm her now. Shakotambra Tabaya. Lekdoko Sopretaya. Epatandokaso. Lift the axe girl for fire everywhere. Shantabra Tokasotabra. Father, in the name of Jesus, from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, let it come to purify, to pick it. Take it now. Fire. Fire. It's coming, it's too strong. Is strong. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Take it. It's on you. Take it. Take it. It's on you. Shabataya. Come out here. Sopretabaya Kata. Lift up your hands. Shatemono. Father. Shutabat. Mantoka Sopretayada. Shatemdo Pukoto. Power of the Holy Ghost. Now, now, on you, shut it. it's on you now. Ah, it's on you now. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. 
Shut the Bakoya. Shut the Brokotoko Shota Brata. Shut the Brabada. 